Okay, so we'll go back to the Mishnah on the, on the bottom of Tadam Abet. Uh, another Ambin, actually very relevant because you guys are going to Shiloh on Tuesday. So this is amazing. The Mishnah says, And you're at your Tuesday afternoon. So when we talk about Shiloh, we're talking about the Mishkan that was set up in Shiloh, right? the more permanent site of the Mishkan. And uh, the only difference until you have that place set up, and you also have Yerushalayim with the Beit HaMikdash, obviously. So the only difference really between the two, other than obviously that the Mishkan, it's, I mean, the Shiloh, it's a Mishkan, not a Beit HaMikdash, and here's the Beit HaMikdash, is that when it comes to Shiloh, you can eat Kachim Kalim, okay, which we'll call like less stringent uh, korbanot, which are uh, basically shlamim is what we're talking about, okay? And ma'asr sheni b'chol haro'eh. As long as you can see Shiloh, or see the, I think if you see the Mishkan, then uh, Rashi says, b'chol makom shechol v'roh b'shamat Shiloh, okay? I'll explain, whenever you can see it, that's considered to be the range within you can eat these types of korbanot. But in Yerushalayim, we've been in the Yerushalayim has to be within the walls of Jerusalem. Okay, so these halacha, Kachim Kalim and Yemaisa Shani, are more familiar when it comes to the the, the, uh, the city of Jerusalem. Then in Yerushalayim, you can eat Maaser Shani. Okay, and also Kachim Kalim, these types of korbanot, like the korban shlamim, which is meant to be eaten really at home. So you can bring that anywhere in Yerushalayim and eat it. Obviously, it means in the olden days, it meant really like, you know, uh, more like Ir David. It doesn't mean like the Western, you know, uh, uh, the, we- the Western part of Jerusalem, but nonetheless. And Shiloh, though, you can eat the same thing there. Okay? Uh, and for both uh, Shiloh and Yerushalayim, the Kachi Kadashim, which is Khatat and Asham meat, uh, they are eaten within the Kaim, within the curtains of the, uh, of the Beit HaMikdash uh, itself. Okay? Kedushat Shiloh, the Kedush of Shiloh, Yesh Acharei Heter, there is a permission afterwards. When we say Heter, we mean uh, that you're allowed to use Bamot. Bamot are altars, are kind of like personal altars that are not the designated central altar. So once Shiloh was gone, once it was destroyed, you are allowed to use Bamot again. Kedushat Yerushalayim, Ein Acharei Heter. When it comes to Kedush of Jerusalem, there is no permission. That's why we don't have Korbanot. Anywhere we want, right? We still have to only make bring korban out at the Malcolm Hamikdash, in the Beit Hamikdash. Whatever we'll talk about that, but uh, but that's uh, that's all. <laughs> okay. Now the Gemara jumps in like this. I'm Rabbi Yisak. Rabbi Yisak tells a little bit of a uh, uh, personal account. Shamati shemakrevin the Beit Chonyo bezman I heard that they bring korbanot in this place called Beit Chonyo nowadays. And this wild idea. There's no Beit Hamikdash, and they're bringing korbanot. Look at Rashi: Beit Chonyo mizbeach mizachonyo. So Beit Chonyu was a Mizbech that was built by the son of Shimon Tzadik in Egypt for the sake of heaven. It wasn't about the Zara. It's still, it's a, it's a Bama that's outside of Jerusalem. It's a, it seems to be preposterous that you can have such a thing. I heard you could, uh, they, they bring Korban up there. Kasavar, so he holds as follows. So first of all, he holds that's not a place of the Zara, otherwise you obviously couldn't bring any type of Korban out. That's a huge, uh, important line. That's going to be the really main focus of our, of our Amr. Okay, they also hold that the initial Kiddusha, the sanctification of Jerusalem, was sanctified for its time, the Shata, but not for all time. Okay, and the idea, right? Tichtiv, as it says in the pasuk, here's the analysis. You have not come until now to the minucha, the rest, and the nachala, the inheritance. Minucha zo Shiloh. The minucha is a reference to Shiloh, where the Mishkan was placed. Nachala zo Yerushalayim. And nachala is a reference to Jerusalem. 
Mekish nachalalim nucha. The pasuk therefore is juxtaposing, juxtaposing the nachalat of menucha, meaning ma menucha yesh achar hater af nachalat yesh achar hater. That just as the menucha, meaning shilo, has after it permission, meaning that after the shilo was destroyed, you were allowed to bring korbanot on other places, other bamot, other other altars that weren't shilo. So too Jerusalem, the same is, is true as well. Once the once the temple of Jerusalem is destroyed, there are uh, there is a permission to do uh, to bring it korbanot on bamot and that. That's how you can explain Rabbi Yitzchak said what he heard that in Beis Chonyo they're bringing korbanot. Okay, and that's a that's a that's a position that must be held in order to say that. Does everyone agree with that? No. Okay. So Amr Lai said to Rabbi Yitzchak, Amrat, uh, did you really say that? <clears throat> so Amr Lahu, lo. He says, No, I never said it. I deny it. Meaning maybe someone quote, someone's quoted it, but he denies it. Amr Rabbi, what do you mean? Halukim, by God, Amra. He said it. I learned it from him. It's ridiculous. He's a liar. Which is interesting, right? My time at Gahadar Bay. So why did he retract his opinion? Because of the difficulty raised by Rav Mari. The motive Rav Mari is Rav Mari asked the following Kasha. It's our Mishnah. The Mishnah, our Mishnah says that when it comes to Kedusha of Shiloh, there's Heter afterwards. There's a permission to use Bamot afterwards. When it comes to Yushalayim, there's no permission to use it afterwards. So Rabbi Yisrael, I guess, hearing our, you know, reminded about this Mishnah, retracted this idea. So yeah, I guess you wouldn't be allowed to bring Korbanot somewhere uh, somewhere else after the destruction of Yushalayim. But oh, furthermore, Tanam, we learned in the Mishnah, Mishabau li Yushalayim ne'esru ha-bamot. Velo hayalahem od heter vihi haytala nachala. So it says also in the Mishnah that when they came to Yerushalayim, from the time they came to Yerushalayim, the Bamot were prohibited, and there was no other permission for a Bamot, and that was called a Nachala. So again, so what's going on here? So we have this idea Rabbi Yisrael says about Beit uh, Honyo, and yet we have our Mishnah, and there's other, and there's other Mishnah as well, that seem to indicate that's not the case. You're not allowed to you bring Korbanot on Bamot once the Yerushalayim was, was destroyed. So Gemara says, Tanaihi. So maybe we can resolve this by saying there's a Machloka Tanaim about this very issue. Did Tanan, I should say. Amar Abiliezer Shamati, another Shamati. He said like this, when they would build the Heichal, he said he's talking about when they would, uh, when they came back to rebuild the second Beit HaMikdash, they didn't build the Beit HaMikdash right away. It took a while to build the Beit HaMikdash, but they wanted to start offering Korbanot. So what did they do? So first what they did was they made Klaim, they made curtains around the Heichal, the Mikdash itself. Um, also, they also made Klaim, they also made the curtains around the whole area of the Beit HaMikdash. Okay, so you have two, right, think about the Beit HaMikdash, right? So you have the Mikdash itself, right? The, uh, the 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 uh, the actual structure which we didn't have a structure yet but right the actual structure and you also have the area where the mikdash is you know uh, is found and then you have harabayda so so they made all these curtains what they do um, okay so he says is ella so what, what what's the only thing though when it came to the hechal itself the actual makom hamikdash they would build the the klaim from the outside because they didn't want to be standing on the place where the Beit HaMikdash actually stood when they built these uh, these uh, curtains. But for the Azara, the area around, like the courtyard area there around, they could build it from the inside. And Rabbi Shua said, I heard that they can offer korbanot even though there is no Beit HaMikdash. You can eat these uh, Kodashim, again, even though there's no uh, curtains. 
kachim kalim, master sheni, have a bisha in choma. You can eat kachim kalim like shlamim and master sheni, even though there's no wall. Why? Here's the key point. Because, says Rabbi Yeshua, the initial Kedusha, the initial sanctification of the uh, that area was both for its time and it was Mikudash for the Atid Lavo and for all time. And what's the implication? Michlal, we can infer from there to Rabbi Lezer, the first opinion in the Mishnah, Savar Lokichal Atid Lavo, he must have held that they weren't, it wasn't Mikudash in the beginning, and that would be the Machloka. Okay, that's the Machloka we're going to set up here, right? But this idea of Kichal Ashata Ula Atid Lavo or Kichal Ashata Velola Atid Lavo. Okay, that's an important, uh, and that's a very important nafgamina, uh, whether you're allowed to bring korban elsewhere or not. So, Amalei Ravina, the Ravashi, Ravina said, the Ravashi, Mimai, from where do you know that that's really the Machloka going on there? Maybe both opinions there, Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Shul hold, that's Mikudash for all time, once it was celebrated initially. And just then one master saying what he heard, and the other master saying what he heard. They're not like actually rendering opinions, they're just like, I heard this, I heard that. That doesn't indicate that they actually have a, a particular uh, opinion. And if you say, okay, but if that's the case, then why would the Rabbi Lazar require Klaim? I mean, if the Makom is actually Mikudash, Lavo, so why would the Rabbi Lazar say you need to actually build a thing? But the implication, you, the, it seems to be implying that the point of the Klaim is to establish the place of where the Mikdash is supposed to be, right? And that sort of creates a Kedusha, like a new type of Kedusha, right, in the time of the Zakim Beit Midash. If it's already Mikudash beforehand, why do you need this special claim? This is no need. It's already it's already kadosh. Well, didn't we say that they built they built them standing on the outside and on the inside? So isn't that a proof for that? Like the fact that it was still. That's a, it's a good kadosh. point. I don't know. It's a good kasha. I'm not sure about that. It's a, it's a good point. Why that would be? And I'm not sure. It's a good, it's a good answer. I don't know. So the answer is let's new to Bahama. The answer would be it would be only for modesty. Meaning, okay, like you know, the idea of the claim. You're right. You technically wouldn't need them, but. Uh, but, uh, no, I'm sorry. The reason, no, I'm sorry. The reason, the answer would be like this. The reason they built on the outside is that once they were done, then it has, oh, it has, okay. and it'd be ended stuck in the inside. That's okay. the reason, okay? So you're saying here, it's new to Baal, but just to be modest, you know, you don't, you don't have the, the, the goings on, the Beit uh, you know, available to be, for everyone to view. Okay. So, anyway, so it's not clear, that's not clear to the Machloket there either. So what are you going to do? So rather we'll set up the following Machloket tonight. Two Tanya's, one of the Brayta. Am Rabbi Yishmael Barabiosi. The names are important here. Rabbi Yishmael Barabiosi says, Lama manu chachamim et elu, shek shalu b'nei hagola matu et elu b'kichum. Now, we're talking here, when you say elu, mean these. But why do the chachamim count these? We're talking about certain cities that were walled cities in the time of Yeshua Benun. And they counted nine cities. Okay, that's the context. So why did they count these? Because when they came from the Begola, the people from the exile came, they found these cities, and they kichum, and they said, but the initial all these cities were nullified, or the Kedusha was nullified from the time the land was uh, nullified, meaning the land was conquered. So Alma, we can infer from there, you see from there that it wasn't a for all time. The fact that they had to come and re-sanctify all these cities shows that it wasn't Lati level. Or maybe we have a contradictory, but we have a contradictory Mishnah or Brayta. I'm Rabbi Shmuel Barabiosi, same person by the way. That's why it's only these cities. But all they already would say is Shishim Ir Kolchavel Argov, sixty like six zero cities, the whole strip of Argov. Uchtivin it says Kol Ela Arim Bitzurot Chomagivoha. All these are cities that are fortified with a tall with a tall wall. Hello, Lamu Manu Chachamim Et Elu. So why do Chachamim count Dafka these nine if there's really sixty? Shekshalubin Egolamatu Elu Bekishum. When the Begola came, they uh, found these and they sanctified them. The Gemara says, hold on, we're going to go to 2000, okay? Kitshum, Hashta, what, they sanctified them now? Ha'amre, Ha'amre, Lotri, Chilu, Kedushe. But you said you don't need to sanctify them. 
Uh, Rashi says, Ha'amri lekaman besefa. So later on in the same uh, Mishnah, it said they don't have to do it. Hello, what's it saying? Matsu et elu uminaum. They found these and counted them. Okay, below elu bilvad, elakosha tala lacham masorbi atchami avodacha. Not only these, but I need one that has a, a tradition from in, in your hands, from your forefathers. Shemikrevel chamami modisho binun. Kolom misot halalo nohagimba. The basic dusha rishonah kishal shata bigishal ati levok. Period. So it's explicit. You see, because the idea is that any any city that is uh, surrounded by a wall, the time you show binun, uh, all these myths would apply. Okay, why? Again, clearly stating here because Kitcha Rishona, Kitcha Rishona, excuse me, was Mikudash for all for its time and also for all time. So it's a machloke. You see, it seems a stira between the two. This the first mish that we quoted here towards with Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi is clearly not Lati Lavo because they had to be sanctified, they had to sanctify the cities, and it's not going to saying they were. It was Lati Lavo. So Gemara says, hold on a second. What are you going to say here? Kasha Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Shmuel. There seems to be a, a contradiction within Rabbi Shmuel. It's the same Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi Yossi who is saying both opinions. Gemara says no. So you can answer simply, it's two different Tanaim presenting what they heard in the name of Rabbi Shalom Rabbi He didn't contradict himself, that's preposterous, but they heard different things in his name. Sometimes people hear, oh, I heard Rabbi Hussein say this, oh, I heard the Rabbi say this. Okay, whatever. Alternatively, how Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yossi, Amra, you can say, oh no, this one Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yossi said, it wasn't Rabbi Shalom Rabbi Yossi, it's Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yossi. Titania is a bride that teaches us, Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yossi, Omar, Amar, Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yossi says, Asher Lo Choma, the word Lo is spelled weird with a above and an Aleph. With a Vav, it has a, a wall. With an Aleph, it would say it doesn't have a wall. Which one is it? Alpha Bisha, in Lachshav, Bahayalo, Kodum Lakain, even though it didn't have a nail, it has one. It doesn't have a nail. It had one beforehand, <coughs> which we saw earlier about, uh, you know, Shushan uh, Purim, etc. The idea is that would be the Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yossi. He'd be the one to say that if you had it beforehand, it still counts for now, and that would be the that would resolve the theory. The point is, there is this machlokes. You see, there are different opinions about this issue of Kedusha Rishon, that Kitchel Shata, Lati Lavo, or not. The Rambam Paskins, yes, Lati Lavo. And I just want to say 30 more seconds. That's why, because we Paskin, the Kitchel Shata, the Kitchel Lati Lavo, that's why there's all these halakhic discussions about can you go on Harabayit. Right? If it was not Lati Lavo, you can go on Harabayit, no problem. Just walk around, there's no Kedusha. That's what we would say. Because we Paskin, Kedusha, Kitchel Lati Lavo, so that's why we have all these questions about can you walk there and if you can walk there, where can you walk there? You have to go to the mikvah. It's a whole business that's all based on this discussion in our circuit. Shkoch.